0: A little over four years ago, I moved halfway across the country and was thrown into complete work from home chaos. I have to admit, it was the least productive time of my life. The work from home bliss I had dreamed of for so many years completely eluded me. And I felt like I was just watching every single day pass by, not really achieving anything. It took persistence to figure out the skills to balance working from home life. And boy, am I glad I did because so many people have started working from home with the COVID-19 pandemic. Today's episode is all about exploring ways we can make the most of juggling work-life balance because many of us are staring down the month of December, feeling pressure from both sides to perform. The holiday season means extra home responsibility, spreading good cheer, even if it's virtual, And the end of the year means an added crunch to many professionals trying to finish up their year strong. Together, we'll walk through five top strategies for working well from home. So you can make sure you're enjoying all the benefits that a working from home lifestyle can bring. Hi there, I'm Leva Buzard, strategy consultant turned time management coach. I'm a multi-passionate creative and used to struggle with following through on ideas. Today, I help creators enjoy the journey and manage their projects with ease. If you want to support your brilliant, messy, creative self with strategies for success, this podcast is for you, my friend. You are going to walk away from today's episode with step by step practices to improve productivity and cultivate presence that means better work days right away welcome to present and productive the podcast designed to help creatives confidently say yes to their dreams during COVID 19 an estimated 33 percent of u.s workers are always working from home and 25 percent of workers are sometimes working from home that means that more than half of the country is now navigating the work-home balance in what i affectionately hear called the new normal and with a shutdown of schools in Chicago, New York, LA, and more, there's a whole additional job on the plate of working parents. Whether you're all on your own in an apartment or a mother of four juggling work Zoom calls with the bandwidth requirements of your kid's online learning schedule, yikes, navigating the work-from-home life requires a mindset of constant refinement. There's a continuous ebb and flow between busy seasons at work and at home. Whenever our roles and responsibilities shift at work, there tends to be a ripple effect in your personal life and vice versa. Today, we'll walk through five top strategies for working well from home. But before we do, let's remind ourselves of the silver lining we're aiming towards, why optimizing the work from home life is so transformational for you and your family. For starters, working from home means no more wasted time running after buses or being stuck in traffic during your commute. This is a personal favorite. I'll never forget the time I was on my way into the office and I got an urgent text request from a colleague. So I sat down on the floor of the bus in order to open my computer and tethered the internet to my phone and saved the day for our client. Above and beyond losing a commute, working from home means a new level of freedom. Freedom to eat a hot, home-cooked meal. Freedom to wear shoes that support good posture instead of three-inch heels. Freedom to go out for a walk and work a little later into the evening, depending on your remote working configuration. I don't know about you, my friend, but for me, these benefits are worth every ounce of frustration for being out of the office. When working from home is done right, it can actually boost your productivity. Okay, that is the goal here. In 2017, Stanford conducted a two-year study of 500 employees at a travel agency comparing the productivity from remote workers to the office group. Those remote workers boosted their productivity by a whole extra workday. Their performance results showed a whole extra day of productivity per week. This is a serious game changer for anyone looking to be more productive. So if you're struggling to balance work-home life, these five strategies will help you recalibrate and make sure you're getting the productivity and the freedom benefits from working from home. Now, as we walk through these five strategies, I invite you to consider which of these might work well for me. I'm going to ask you at the end of today's episode to just pick the one strategy that would have the biggest shift on your work-home balance. All right, let's get grooving with our first strategy. Number one, decide on a personal and professional goal for the day. This creates a sense of balance so you can feel like you're moving forward on both fronts even though you're in the same environment. And your goals don't have to be lofty here. Your personal goal might be get a good night's sleep or show up fully present at dinner, something that is meaningful to you that may act like a carrot to improve your productivity throughout the workday. Most importantly, having a clear professional goal allows you to delineate between work and home life. When you have a clear objective to achieve during the workday, once you've achieved it, you can be proud of what you've accomplished. You know that you have done a full, good, hard day's work. All too often, without the physical delineation between the workplace and your home, Work from home creates this dreaded feeling of blurred boundaries, and work kind of seeps into your home life. You might feel like you have to be on call all the time, pressured to respond to every email, and that creates mentally the sensation that you are working, even if you're only responding to a few emails every hour. When you have a clear definition of what a successful workday will look like, then once you've that goal, you can close your laptop, turn off your phone, proud of what you've accomplished and trust that any last-minute requests can be handled the next day. Without the milestone of going in and out of the office, it's vital that you set a clear objective for a successful workday so you know without a doubt when you have done enough. And with a clear personal goal, you have something to look forward to when the workday is finished. So strategy number one is decide on a personal and professional goal for the day. All about working smarter, not harder. On to strategy number two. Create workday startup and shut down rituals. This is another strategy to delineate between work and home. Creating a ritual or a routine that starts and finishes the workday. Most workers who go into the office have a default ritual that starts and stops the workday, their commute. So it's wise to invest a little bit of the time you're saving on a commute into a workplace ritual. Time management expert Michael Hyatt writes... Quote, as soon as I step into the office, I begin my workday startup ritual by repeating the same actions in the same order every day. My muscle memory takes over and I can efficiently move through the small set of tasks I need to perform at the start of the day. For me, this ritual entails answering a series of reflective prompts to make sure my intentions and motivations are strong for the day. I always answer these prompts at the start of the workday as part of the present and productive planner journal that I use to manage my time each and every day. Then at the close of the day, I review my plan for tomorrow and revise accordingly. That helps me wrap up the day with a bow and lets me know that even if the day didn't unfold as planned, I still have time to get everything done later on in the week. Strategy number three is optimize your work environment. This is a basic strategy, but oh so important. One of the greatest benefits from working at home is that you can completely customize your workspace. If you've ever sat in a motley gray cubicle, you know how soul-sucking it can be when you hate your work environment. My first job out of college had a very strict clean desk policy. No displays, nothing personal out on the desk, just sitting in a gray box. For hours on end. Yuck! Having a dedicated workspace at your home or two workspaces so you can shift your perspective is crucial to getting in the zone. My question for you today is how much do you love your current workspace? Does the space reflect the level of professionalism you bring to your work? How do you want to feel when you arrive at your workspace? Energized and ready to go or calm and focused? If you're not over the moon with your current desk set up at home, you might like this thought exercise. Imagine the kind of office you'd like to walk into every morning at the end of your career. Picture it in your mind. Get really detailed. What color furniture might you have? What is hanging on the wall? What does your office smell like? What is the lighting like? Where is your desk positioned? What's on your desk? Once you have that image crystal clear in your mind, Consider your current space. Are there any tweaks you could make to get where you're working now closer to that dream office for the future? When I walked through this exercise, I imagined having some beautiful plants near my desk. There was no need to delay. I went straight to Home Depot and got three plants for my home office, and it's still my favorite part. You get to be as creative as you want when designing your workspace at home. Strategy number four is to work within time blocks. Time blocking is the premium strategy for time management. Just like you budget and track how you spend your money, time tracking allows you to budget and track how you spend your time. And time is the one resource we never get back. Time blocking is ideal for a job that really does require responsiveness at all hours. So instead of sporadically checking emails during dinner, set a specific time block, maybe for 15 minutes at 8 p.m. to check email. Then wrap it up at 8.15 The secret sauce when it comes to time blocking is focus. A 2014 study found that individuals who engage in multitasking perform worse on cognitive control tasks and struggle to regulate their social emotional well-being. Those are some clear red flags for multitasking right there. Once you see where your time is going, you can learn from your own habits with objective data. That's the beauty of time blocking. And it's as simple as setting an intention for the next 30 minutes, setting a timer on your phone, and getting to work. Time blocking is a game changer because it's also a workout for your focus muscle, training your brain to be more present and, of course, more productive with the task at hand. If you've struggled with time blocking in the past, or you want to learn more about this keystone skill for productivity, hop on over to the show notes and you can sign up for my five-day Day day Design Challenge. It's a step-by-step mini course for jump-starting, a time-blocking habit that will last for life. Our fifth and final strategy is maximize your weekly routine. If there are recurring items in your to-do list, take a moment now to reflect on how you might make those tasks easier through a weekly routine. As an example, my weekly work routine looks like this. Monday is dedicated for project management, Tuesday is research, Wednesday is meetings and making agendas, Thursday is additional research, and Friday is take out the trash day, everything that's accumulated throughout the week and planning for the next week. This approach helps put you in the right frame of mind for a productive day, whether you're at home or in the office. Without the extra motivation from running into colleagues at the water cooler, having a weekly schedule for work keeps you from running down a less productive rabbit hole by creating a more productive habit. There's another great example I have for maximizing my weekly routine that I'm dying to share with you. So I always schedule extra professional development time on Wednesday afternoons. Having professional development time every week keeps me engaged and fuels my creative problem solving. And the best part about this strategy is that I learn and improve my performance while doing housework on Wednesday afternoons. Studies show that physical activity is correlated with higher levels of attention and academic performance. So incorporating some light physical activity into my professional development time gives me an extra bang for my buck. Just a hack for you to consider. Those are the five strategies I'm offering for your consideration this week to improve working from home. Now, I warned you I was gonna ask this question. Which of these five strategies would have the greatest impact on your work from home balance? To recap, the first strategy was decide on a personal and professional goal for the day. The second strategy, create workday startup and shutdown rituals. The third strategy, optimize your environment The fourth strategy, work with time blocks. And fifth but not least, maximize your weekly routine. Change that lasts doesn't happen overnight, but my wish for you is that something in today's episode jumped out as a small step you can take to improve your work from home approach because you and your family deserve to enjoy all of the benefits that working from home can bring. I would love to know which of the five strategies you're implementing this week. So as an extra accountability step, hop on over to the show notes on my blog, levabizarre.com, and leave me a comment with the strategy you're implementing this week. I can't wait to see what you choose. I'm over here dancing at my desk and cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the present and productive podcast. Hop on over to levabuzard.com for today's show notes and more resources. And if you found today's episode valuable, consider sharing it with a friend or leaving a review on your favorite podcast platform. I believe that each of us has a responsibility to share positive encouragement with others. I'd also love to hear more of your story. I read every message and would love to hear more about how I can best serve you. Thank you for joining me today and know that I'm cheering you on in your journey. See you soon.